On tonight's episode of Locked On Lightning, oh, time to settle down, maybe have a drink. Man, we are in, we had a wild night and we're about to break it all down seconds after the shootout win. Let's jump right into it. Let's play that music. Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. What's up, everybody? If you're listening to this right after the game, man, I don't blame you if you're up very late because, wow, this was a hell of a wild game. I, I mean, I, where, where do you start? Obviously, the Lightning win a crazy back and forth game where, really, at the end of the game, seconds into the left in the third period, you thought they had it. There was no way that the Flyers could score just, you know, having being that deflated from a goal like that that late in the period. But as we all know, the game went to a shootout and the Lightning ultimately prevailed. We're going to break it all down on tonight's show. If you're listening to this in the morning, thank you. Appreciate it for being your arf. Thank you for choosing us to be your first listen of the day. But for those that are up with me tonight, please, while you're listening to this, do us a little favor. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. That means Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever we are there. And go ahead and follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And give me a follow on Twitter. Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K on Twitter just oh man I I mean every time the Lightning play the Flyers it's always just a a roller coaster game always it's always been that way and man this this game was was, lived up to the hype it lived up to the hype Um, so let's start in the first period first period really I mean the Lightning and I'm going to probably say this many times throughout the the episode but really the lightning were lucky to have this game in hand and and really have it as close as it was and obviously i'll explain along the way as to why but the reason why i'm saying that they're lucky in case you missed the game last night just the turnovers were just atrocious lightning had 12 giveaways the entire night probably i want to say eight of those maybe nine if you're being gracious nine were in their own zone prime scoring chances for the flyers uh but the good thing about that the positive side about that where it kind of equaled itself out was that the lightning were for the most part controlling puck possession and that's why they had so early on so many shots on net as opposed to the little numbers that the flyers were putting up uh, but the Flyers took advantage of those turnovers early on, scoring two goals, one of which was a minute 34 into the game. Claude Giroux, who is just a lightning killer right now, uh, has always been a lightning killer for the most point. Um, and really what the reasoning for all these turnovers was the fact that the lightning were very soft with the puck in the neutral zone. That led to a lot of fast break uh, uh 
rush chances and the bolts but the bolts were doing a good job like i said controlling the puck and that's kind of how things balanced out um controlling the puck in regards of being mostly on the attack but philly was able to force tampa in tough situations they played very tough along the boards very tough in the zone was able to stand up tampa and and, and really make them make stupid decisions with the puck we saw it and, and that's why lightning were down two nothing going into the first intermission uh the one thing that really stuck out to me in this game, and, and I'll say right now, probably the three stars of this game were probably Stamco's point, probably Pointer. You could put them first. Doesn't matter. I I think Point and Stamco's both had like an incredible games. But he didn't light up the stat sheet, but I'm still going to throw him in there just because it, it was really his night to shine. And he had family in the in the stands, and that was Ross Colton. Grew up in Robbinsville Township, 40-minute drive from Philly, so he had a lot of family and friends in attendance. Was single-handedly setting himself up for some very nice chances and was very aggressive, had five shots on net uh, with a plus-minus of one and one big, huge block towards the end of the game uh, that was right before, unfortunately, that face-off that led to Drew scoring his second of the game, which tied it and sent it into OT. But, I mean, Ross Colton, I'm saying, yeah, you could see he was frustrated and he had every right to be. But I'm telling you, he he keeps playing like this. If he could go out and play like this on a nightly basis with this intensity and and just playing smart, being able to put his body on the line and just being getting getting in the way of the passing lanes, I, I think he is really going to propel himself to a whole nother level. And, and I'm really interested to see if he could carry that over. I know obviously there was that, that added incentive there, obviously because he had people in the building that he wanted to, you know, he wanted to score in front of them. And I, and I can't wait for his post-game interview. And I'll talk about all that on tomorrow's episode, tomorrow being Friday. But man, he really impressed me tonight. He was he was really being assertive. And yes, we've seen moments like this, but this was just constant, constant 13 minutes of play out of Ross Colton that was just really, really impressive to me. Really. And and, and hope and that's part of the reason why the Lightning stayed in this game. That's why the Lightning at no point where really yes they were down by two goals going into the first into the first intermission but the lightning were still playing they were still playing with a lot of energy and ross colton was the center of that ross colton was providing the energy he was the spark plug for this team all night long and this is really something that role that we haven't seen really anybody consistently do all year yeah we've had Braden point we had steven stamkos kind of being the the leaders of this team in terms of getting the offensive go offense going but we haven't seen this kind of energy yet this year. And usually this role in years past has been Yanni Gordes. And obviously with him being taken in the expansion draft to Seattle, the Lightning were looking to fill that gap. And Ross Colton, with all the tools that he has, and and I'm not saying this is going to be a breakout game. I'm just saying for Ross Colton, this could be the start of something. If he comes, like I said, if he goes out and he plays every single game or eight out of 10 games like this, this is really, that that play is really going to help this team going forward in terms of long-term success. And and man, I, I'm curious as to what John Cooper is going to do going forward just because, you know, do you, go up to Co- do you go up to Ross and say, listen, you know, you have full, 
you have full permission to just let the horse out of the barn every single game like that. And I'm curious to see if if that is the case. If Ross goes out there in the next game against the Devils on Saturday, is it sustainable, or is the other, or is he going to wear himself down by playing like that? Because not everybody could sustain that type of torrid play. That's just the fact of the game. I'm not calling Ross uh, Colton soft or anything, but sometimes just because you can every now and then doesn't mean you could do it on a nightly basis to wear because some guys it's just not their playing style ross like i said he has the tools he has the talent to do it but is it sustainable and we'll we'll see if it is sustainable over the next couple of games because yes if he could do it on saturday against the devils that's great but can he do it on the next two games the next three games the rest of the month can can that happen and we'll see if that can happen uh before we go into the break i want to talk about the the first goal that the lightning got bolts finally capitalized on the power play with braden point getting a pass from steven stamkos right in the slot third straight game with a goal for braden point 45 career power play goals six puts himself in sixth place all time in franchise history fourth behind four goals behind brad richards so Braden Point already cementing himself, if he already hasn't, uh, as going down as one of the best scorers in Lightning history. And by no no means is he even close to being done. And I'll talk about the rest of the game because, listen, there is a lot to unpack in this game. And I'll try to fit it all in 30 minutes. But first, I want to talk about tonight's only sponsor that we have on the show today. And it's one of our favorite sponsors, as all of our sponsors are. And that is betonline.ag. For those who had the lightning winning tonight, congratulations. And I hope you placed your bets there through Bet online because bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up tonight or today or whenever you hear this because go ahead you can sign up whenever and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use that promo code locked on to receive the bonus from basketball football baseball postseason nhl most importantly boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. And we're back here for our second segment on tonight's post-game raw recap. One one thing that we haven't really been able to do a lot this whole season, which I absolutely love because there's nothing like just unloading all the feelings, all the thoughts seconds after the game and just drop it into you guys so you could listen, so you could unwind, so you could listen and and, and get to so because my favorite thing about these post-game interviews, I mean these post-game recaps is that you have like the the post-game feels, you're you're still kind of in that post-win glow, especially with tonight's result. But then you kind of go back tomorrow morning and you listen to it and then you listen to tomorrow's episode about this. And there's a lot to unpack, and I'm sure I won't be able to get it all in tonight's episode, but I will definitely talk about it more tomorrow. And once again, if you are listening to this episode in the morning, I want to thank you for being our, for making us and me your first listener of the day. And I always say this on every episode. I try, I try to say this on every episode. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all of you for your continued support of this show, how it's really grown over the last couple of seasons. And I, I hope to see it 
grow, which I know it will because we have the best listeners in the NHL because we have the best fan base in the NHL. So let's get back to that recap. So obviously, you know, Ross Colton had a great night, and and I stated earlier in the show that Stamkos and Point were probably the one-two interchangeable stars of the night. But another player, and, and I've spoken about him quite a bit over the last couple of weeks because, like I've said, he he is not going to light up the stat sheet for you, but he is one of those players that is going to do a lot of things right for you. And doing the right things really, and we've seen it over the last couple of seasons with a number of players like Pat Maroon, doing the right things goes a long way towards con- consistent results and I wish there was a four star because I would give it to him just for his performance and what he was really doing the entire game it was very evident in this game about how he was playing and that's Pierre Edouard Belmer really liked what I saw from him tonight his ability to extend the possession was very impressive and valuable for the lightning when they were dominating the puck possession really wasn't allowing Philly to get anything set up off the turnover, whether it was sticking his stick out just to extend the play, hit the puck down further down the boards for a line change, or just press and and really apply a lot of pressure to as Philly was trying to set up some sort of offensive attack. That went a long way in not allowing Philly to really get things going on the offensive line, especially in the neutral zone. And obviously, you know, you got to give credit to the the entire defensive core tonight, especially Ryan McDonald and Zach Bogosian doing a fantastic job of really stalling the offensive attack for Philly at the blue line, standing a lot of guys up. And that combined with Belmar and, and Ross Colton tonight was really what allowed for the Lightning to stay in this game given their, their turnover issues that they had the entire night. And really, yes, it... it I, I can't say enough, you know, how invaluable those things are going forward. And we'll talk about a lot about that, you know, and more in detail on tomorrow's episode. But let's keep things going. Um, the thing that was really because I've spoken about this on every show and I know I'm a little bit all over the place right now, just trying to fit everything in. But the other thing that stuck out to me tonight was creating scoring chances through traffic. Alex Kalorin doing a fantastic job, as always. He's having a very low-key, offensive, great offensive year. I mean, we've spoken about it a couple of weeks ago, how how he's he's right at the top of the NHL in points and assists and, and goals. He's, he's having a great year. And did a great job in this one, which led to the game-tying goal. Uh, he has the puck along the boards and just throws it at the net, which is something I have constantly said on this show doesn't matter if you have the cleanest shot in the world as long as you have traffic and you throw the puck at the net good things will happen whether or not it makes it there all the way there because in this situation Matthew Joseph was right there on the doorstep uh, right in front and cleaned up on the rebound to tie it up with under five left in the second period and that that just put another another wind in the sails for the Tampa Bay Lightning, really, because I feel like at that point, that's when Philly was starting to settle down, and they were really starting to get things going, as what we saw later on in the in the beginning of the third period, is that really Philly was starting to get in the groove of things, and, and really, the Lightning being able to score that late into the second period and, and with that momentum heading into the third period, where they had a couple of power plays, um, that 
the game couldn't have gone on better for the Lightning in terms of where they were producing and scoring goals at the best times. So really, and, and especially with the Lightning, how 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 they really started the third period because I mean, like I like I say at the top of the show, the Lightning just were to put it simply and and not nicely were atrocious with the puck tonight. 19 giveaways or 12 giveaways excuse me whatever the number is uh any night in which you have double digit turnovers is not a good night and really quite frankly a game you shouldn't be winning or shouldn't even be close in it was it was almost a miracle like i said that the lightning were going into and, and i'll say it now again if i didn't say it or maybe i said it a different way but it was pretty much a miracle that the lightning were able to go into this second intermission not only tied not only you know not losing but but tied because really with with the way they were playing and handling the puck if you didn't have guys like ross colton and pierre edward belmare and, and ryan mcdonough zach bogosian doing the little things like they were doing throughout this entire game we could very well be sitting here right now about talking about how the lightning were going into the third period with a two three goal deficit because that's what was happening not only were they were turning over the puck very frequently but it was in their own zone at most times and that was oftentimes where Vasilevsky had to do a fantastic job of just staying in position because sometimes on those on those turnovers in your own zone the goaltender kind of eases up a little bit kind of has a little bit too much faith in his team and so when the quick turnaround goal happens, can't really blame the goaltender too much. But Vasilevsky did a very good job bailing this team out of most of their mistakes tonight. So um, great all-around game. And, and kind of at that point in time, even if you couldn't predict them winning the shootout, you kind of felt that even if the Lightning, you know, with the way they were playing in the third period, they were still doing enough to where you couldn't count them out of it, where you you figured that they weren't going to give up a quick goal. But nothing is guaranteed, of course, in the game of hockey. So um, really, you know, it, it, it was just one of those games where it seemed as almost we had at certain times we're dealing with a Jekyll and Hyde team with the Tampa Bay Lightning. At, at one point, they were they were doing all the things right as as i just stated but to start the third period they were just absolutely atrocious for the first time all game you saw the flyers and and this was very opportunistic for the flyers for the first time all game you saw the flyers take control of possession you know they, they weren't just getting scoring chances off turnovers they were they were they were rushing down the ice they were they were setting up their offense and that's when the lightning really needed their 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 leaders to come through offensively and that's what we saw late late in the third period Stamkos throwing the puck at a sharp angle from the goal line along the boards with under two minutes remaining and it squeaks by heart and Brian Ingblom made a good point after the goal that it seemed like and it seemed to me on the replay that Stamkos really wasn't sure if he should have shot the puck or not in that moment. And I'm curious as to what his postgame interview, what he's going to say in that. Because you don't really take a shot like that at that sharp bit of an angle. And if you look at the replay of the overhead of Hart, you would have thought that he had it all, everything covered up. And I, I still can't figure out right now unless we see maybe a front a front view of this but Carter Hart really should have stopped that 
it, that should have not gone by him. That was really, you know, it was a great shot by Stamkos, the wherewithal, and that probably what Ingblom said probably was something that was in the scouting report pregame. And because that that's really the only logical explanation is that Stamco shooting that from that angle like that on a goaltender like Hart, they must have seen something in film uh, prior in the prior days where they thought, okay, he is susceptible to a goal from this angle on this position. So, um, listen, Stamco's one of the great scorers in the game also so you gotta give him credit i mean how many guys could shoot like that from that angle with that much force because listen even given the angle and the positioning of heart which i i guess the only thing you could fault him on was maybe he should have kept his pads closer together because really that's really what the reasoning is was um and uh but Stamkos put a lot of lot of pepper on that shot and exploded off his stick, and maybe that was the defining factor in terms of how it got into the back of the net. And as we all know, eight, eight seconds left in the period, which I am still shocked this happened, because at that point you figure with a goal like that, two minutes remaining, you know all all hope is pretty much lost. You know how how often do you really see teams uh, after pulling the goalie really score? Not very often, especially that late. And the Flyers, and, and this is why I stress so much on past episodes, the need to have guys be able to, to win faceoffs in big spots. And they didn't get that. They lost the faceoff in their own zone. Giroux blasts one right off the draw to send it to OT to tie it. And just, this is what I'm talking about. This is where the Lightning are really weak. They didn't do a good job on the face-off circle in general in this game, only winning 48% of their face-offs. In return of that, though, they did a very good job on the power play uh, and the penalty kill, excuse me, um, denying the Flyers twice in as many chances. So you got to take the go with the bad, but really this is something that this team as a whole obviously needs to do a better job of and it really cost them in this spot where you know you're talking about winning a game in regulation and getting those two points right off the bat and not having to worry about ot in a shootout um if, if you have somebody being able to to win the draw in that spot but now we're talking about playing extra minutes guys being extra tired not getting as much rest as you would imagine and you know if the lightning failed to continue to win games consistently in regulation like this um you know that's not a recipe for success it really isn't going down the line i i i can't see a situation where if the lightning continue to play like this in terms of and and really that's what it's come down to is yes the lightning have their moments where they are dominating the puck possession like we saw tonight but that doesn't matter that the game could quickly turn on its head in a dime off a face-off and that's what we saw tonight, and that is the reason why the Lightning, unfortunately, could not pick up the win right away in regulation. So we'll continue recapping the game in just a little bit. Um, but first, let's take a break. And we're back here to wrap things up. And we're picking it up in OT. And like I stated right before the break is that, you know... And it's troubling. It really is troubling at this point in the season, you know, how much the Lightning have really struggled on the faceoff. And, you know, I, I don't know what the right answer is. I'm curious. Like I said, I'm recording this 
seconds after the game. I'm curious as to if anybody will ask that question of John Cooper. Um, Because, yes, it's one of those things where it kind of maybe flies underneath the radar to certain members of the media because the Lightning are winning games. But at the same time, especially in this situation where they fail to win the draw uh, with the game on the line, the, the difference between a win and possibly losing in OT or even worse, the shootout. But uh, so, yeah, I'm curious as to see if John Cooper, uh, how he'll answer that question if he is asked at, at all. So the positives about going to OT is this, is that the Lightning extend their point streak to nine games. The Lightning came into this game with a record of three, two, three and two in overtime this year. So could be worse. Uh, seventh time playing in OT all year with obviously, if you do the math, uh, two of those would later result in shootouts and overtime, overtime, three on three. Just, I, I think we, I think we summed it up very nicely on the Locked On Lightning Twitter account. Just that got a hand, that got out of hand relatively quickly. Uh, just a up and down track race, really. Uh, the Flyers and the Lightning going hit punch for punch. Vasilevsky and Hart going save for save with a bunch of great saves each on each side. And just the it, it's one of those games where you wish you were in the building, regardless of the result, because it was just unbelievable atmosphere, unbelievable, just high energy game. And, and it seemed like with every period, it got more intense, more intense. And you could see with these guys in the shootout, they were just sort of on the on the end of of their tanks. And thank goodness, thank goodness that the Lightning pulled this off in the shootout the way they did, because I've, I've stated multiple times on this show I stated it a couple of months, uh, a couple of weeks ago, excuse me. I stated it uh, about when the Lightning played the Islanders and beat them in that very intense game, regardless of the score. There's there's games that could really propel you in the right direction. And then there's games that if you lose that are very emotional, those are gut punches. And that could possibly, you know, really bring down the mood of the team going forward and, you know, really... Hit, make you hit a snag on the road. And this was the game where you could possibly say that if they lost tonight, that wouldn't have not been a good uh, good, good way to head into the Devils game. Now, I'm not going to always sit here and, and, and play, play the what-if uh, negative scenario because, listen, at the end of the night, Lightning won. Point, Braden Point and Steven Stamkos wasted no time in the shootout, scoring in consecutive chances to pick up the 4-3 win in the shootout. Uh, like I said uh, throughout this entire show, the top three stars, in my opinion, are Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, and Ross Colton with Pierre-Edouard Belmar being the honorary uh, star of the night. Um, one of the most intense games that the Lightning have had all season. Um, there's going to be games throughout the season, and we've seen this stuff at several points earlier this year where the Lightning are going to be tested. They're they're going to have to come up with ways to win, and they came up with another way to win tonight. Now, now they have to build upon this. They have 
they have the Devils coming up. They have the the, the, the Wild coming up uh, twice in the next couple of weeks. They have the Flyers next week as well. So the Flyers will be looking for revenge next Tuesday. So you have the Wild. So here's the schedule for the next week. You got the Devils on Saturday, which we will pregame that tomorrow, preview that tomorrow, as well as talk more and elaborate more about some of the things that happened in this game and post-game reactions and all of that. And then you got the Wild, who is in first place of their division, coming up on Sunday. So you have a back-to-back. Most likely, I would imagine, that Vasilevsky will probably sit for that game. You'll see... Brian Elliott in net against the Wild. So a little bit of a test for him playing against a very good team right now. And then he got the Flyers coming back at coming into him, Amelie, on Tuesday. So they'll be coming in a little bit pissed off, ready to get revenge. And then he got the Seattle Kraken, Yanni Gord coming back to Amelie since first time since being drafted by the Kraken. So he will get his ring. We'll see a really nice, probably a press uh a video package for him on the jumbotron at some point and then he got you going to going to minnesota on the 28th and then you're stopping by on st louis to end the month but yeah uh great win tonight wish the lightning could have pulled it off in regulation could have just held on just a little longer all, all it was was eight seconds but um now we know what the lightning need to improve on and i'm sure the lightning know what they need to improve on and like i stated we'll be back tomorrow talking about the post game reactions we'll be previewing the game against the devils uh they'll they'll be playing a four o'clock game in tampa at home i so tune in for that and yeah maybe we'll come out with a episode on saturday uh we'll see we'll, we'll definitely if anything i'll just come out with a post game reaction on our social media pages and once again go ahead and follow those lo underscore lightning on twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on instagram and give me a follow at danky dank d-n-k-y-d-a-n-k on twitter and then also follow us on youtube we have a youtube page so give us a follow on there we'll be posting more videos so keep an eye on that so that's been it for tonight's episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you on the next one